Welcome to the Soul Tribe Podcast. The Soul Tribe Podcast was created to help you navigate through the world of spirituality, wellness, and self-development in an easy, grounded, and relatable way. We break down everything from the Akashic Records, manifesting, spirituality, and so much more. We want to help expand your boundaries and bring the spiritual world to you in a fun and easy way. Get ready to be inspired with tips, tools, and easy-to-digest information. Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Soul Tribe Podcast. Lorena and I today have decided to bring up the subject of being worthy, feeling worthy, and standing in your worth. We, we're going to kind of talk about this from the aspects of spirituality and as well money and well maybe something else comes up while we're kind of in the mojo of it. But for me, it's like, I think I step, I think I'm pretty good in my worth in the spiritual aspect personally. Like I think like I realize that I'm able to give good readings and I'm able to help and I'm do- I know that I'm doing the best job I can. I always though think that I could push my boundary a little bit more, maybe channel a little bit better, channel more or I don't know. But that's like a normal human thing, right? Where where most people want to improve improve whatever it is they're doing. So that's normal, but I do recognize when I do a good job, I feel and I recognize it to myself. I pat myself on the back and say, "Oh, I did a good job. Okay, awesome." Um and it also really helps that, and I'm sure you probably get this, but like quite a few times you'll get an email back from the person you read and it's like such a nice gesture because you had the reading with the person and you, you think and you hope that you help them, but when you get the email from them kind of telling you that they were happy or that really helped them, like, ah, the feeling is so nice. Like you're like, oh man, that's so cool. Like I was able to make someone feel better. I was able to make someone have, you know, maybe a better week, a better month, a better year, whatever it is that it extends to, for me, that, that adds to me feeling worthy, like of the job and the work that I do. Yeah. It's kind of like a sign, like you're on the right path. Yeah. Like it's to me, the, the problem for me at the beginning was I was relying too much on that. I was relying so much on people giving me feedback and telling me that I did a good job to feel like I was a good reader or that I was doing something right. But because you were just starting. Yeah, when I was just starting, it really was difficult. But now it only just, it doesn't feed my ego, if that makes sense. It only just confirms um, my, my purpose and my mission with it. That's how I feel it. And that is really important, I think, with standing in your worth, like, you have to keep doing those things that you know are within your purpose and mission and making sure that you do it with pride and with your values and with responsibility. And I know I do all those things. So, you know, it helps me stand in my worth a little bit more for sure. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people spiritually struggle with standing in their worth from the spiritual aspect because like you'll find people that really want to channel their own what, for example, Akashic information, and they want to they want to channel you know directly from their soul, and I think a lot of us were programmed to believe that we can't, or that you have to have a special ability, or that you have to be like special, yeah. or you're bored with it, or right, like you're worthy of doing that. We all have the the God given right to to get that information for ourselves and connect on our own, 
And some of those cases might also be, of course, like religious programming could be. It could be childhood programming. It could be school programming. Or it could even be the fact that you just, you don't feel like you're worthy of connecting to that, right? I mean, that's how, remember, I think we've talked about this on the podcast when we had one of our level one Zoom courses. And the question that came up is, you know, it was for me. And it was about me feeling like, oh yeah, <laughs> I was deserving of being a reader. I keep forgetting about that. And yeah, so that was a big wake up call for me and realizing I need to, I really need to work on this. Yeah, this really is something that's going to hold me back from being that reader that helps heal people and helps people, you know, go into their own self worth and understand their path. And I can't let that hold me back. So yeah, definitely. Should we, I mean, we've already talked about it. Do you think we should briefly explain it? I just don't remember the question. I'm trying oh, to I do. get back. Because I, I, I remember I was like, Lorena, what are you not getting? <laughs> yeah. I was getting, I was like, what is, what's wrong with her? So like those that did level one with, with us will know that um, you'll have to practice on day three. You guys are practicing channeling your own information. That's why you're there. Um, but it's specific questions that were actually sent by the, our Lorraine and I, our spiritual team. So we, uh, what we do first is we vibrate, um, day three knows it. Day two, what day? No, day two. Day two. I was just going to correct I'm you. I'm thinking yeah. about day level three two. Is for <laughs> level two. <laughs> day two. Yeah. Um, so day one, like we do a lot, a lot of theory and we're already feeling the energy of the class because everyone's connected and online. So you're already feeling it. I then use that energy since I wake up first in the morning and you're sleeping, I'll wake up in the morning and spend like a mo- moment of silence and then connect to our um, Akashic Records spiritual team that help us teach. And they'll give me the questions that they think is best for us to bring in to that class the next day. Um and usually it's a question that is either for someone, usually we do three or four questions. It's a question that's usually for someone specific that really needs it, or it could be more than one person. One of those questions was literally, apparently for Lorena. Like, I, I don't know, like when I'm downloading them in the morning, I don't know. I just email them to Lorena and then we go from there, but I don't know who it's for or why. I just get them and I just write them down and that's that's the end of it. I don't question it. And so the, there was... Two parts of the question. It was, it was two independent questions, actually, but they kind of yeah. were related. Question one being, um, what does the Kashik Records give to me or bring to me? Or, like, what do they do for me? Kind of like that. I, don't remember, I can't remember the exact wording, but it was kind of like, what do the Kashik Records do for me? Like, how, do I, how does it help me? And then how do I help the Akashic Records? Yeah, and like then that? the second question was, how do I what do I give to the Akashic Records? What do I bring yes. to the table for them? And so I, I emailed the questions to Lorena. Lorena emails me back and says, Lucy, I think you got two questions. You got the same question repeated twice. I said, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and this is all via email, right? No, I didn't. Yeah, Lorena, look at number blah, blah. No, Lorena, they're different questions. They just, they just relate to the same thing. And, and you didn't say anything to me. You supposedly corrected them or something. Yeah, I said, oh, I just changed something there. Like, this doesn't make any sense. And then and I was I, already I, getting I triggered. I'm like, don't change it. They're supposed to be that way. <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah. So then, okay, supposedly Lorena didn't change it. 
And then when we got to the class, Lorena goes in the Zoom, she's like, a chat, she's like, I'm going to just copy and paste them. And I see that she literally copied and pasted the same question, what, what does the Catholic Workers bring to me? She repeated and put it twice. Mm-hmm. I said, no, no, you, you put the same question twice. It's the second, the second one would be, what do I, what do I bring to the cash records? And you said, no, we'll see the same question. And this is in front of the whole class, of course, right? <laughs> the whole class. It was like a big class too, I think. <laughs> Those that are probably listening that were in the class, hopefully will remember and probably find it funny now. But I was starting to be like, Lorena, what are you not getting? I mean, come on. And then I'm like, well, this is freaking for you. This question's for you. Like, and you're like, I'm not getting, I'm like, the, you, the cash records brings value or something towards you, but you too bring something to the Akashic records. Yeah. And then you finally got it. And I was like, well, this question's for you. Like that, I, I, we had our records open. I, that's as soon as I said that to you, I was getting already that, like that question was for Lorena specifically. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and it really, you know, we, and we channeled and yeah, I got some some insight there. So that was good. So when you connect, you're not just bringing things for yourself. Connecting also brings things to other individuals, even if it's just your records, even to Gaia and even to the Akashic records who are working with you. Yeah, totally. I see that now, but I think like my self-worth, you know, within the Akashic records wasn't where it needed to be. And I still feel like at moments, actually, if I really kind of look at the self-worth now with the Akashic Records. Like, I know I'm meant to do this, and I don't doubt it now, but it took me a while. And this is also me figuring out myself as a channel and how I work, and, and I was constantly comparing myself to you and to other readers. I was like, I can't do that anymore. Like, it's driving me nuts, first of all. And second of all, like, every channel is so different, and I know you can rationalize that, but I think for me, it was like a moment that I was like, well, I'm done with this comparing. Like I'm my own channel. And that's when I think stuff started to like shift within my readings a little bit. And I found the flowers, um, like the flower essences. And I found a bunch of other kind of little things that I kind of saw my readings transform a little bit within the healing part of it. Yeah. And I didn't resist stuff. I was just like, okay, the readings always go in this direction. Like maybe that's what I meant to do. I need to trust that. And I need to trust whatever messages come through. And, you know, it might not be what I expected it to be, but it's helping people. So this is where I'm going and it's okay. And just flow with it. I don't right? know if Let you're go. hearing the boat passing. <laughs> Sorry. I don't I have, think it's, so. The weather's warmer. So I have the, um, I have the door open. You have a canal right outside of your house, which yeah, is really cool. Yeah, and the boats pass by, and you can hear them. But uh, I just literally saw... This is this is only in Holland. Like, those that live in Holland that are listening will understand. But I found it weird when I first came. I literally just saw what looks like a 12-year-old boy driving this, like, boat with two little 6-year-olds or 7-year-olds. Like, by himself? Yeah. Yeah, you see them all the time, like, uh, on their own. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <Yeah>. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you see, he's worthy of the boat and he knows it. <laughs> but yeah, self-worth definitely, like standing in your worth. I love that kind of way of wording it. Yeah. It's, it's like this vision of you standing within your worth spiritually, but I find that so important in every aspect of your life because Speaking, because obviously now we're, we're starting to talk about level two and we're starting to talk about redoing level one and we teach and that's such an important part of our path. 
And I've been through, you know, all the struggles of connecting and figuring stuff out on on my own. And it's like, until I didn't fix all this stuff outside of the spiritual realm, especially with my worth, it was impossible for me to connect. And that doesn't mean that's going to be the case for everybody, right? I'm just saying the moment I was able to look at that, unpack it, heal it, start to work on my self-worth and love myself, that's when the connection started happening for real, like that I felt it genuinely and authentically. Is it, do you think, is it just because because you being, standing more in what you are and, and how you function, standing in your worth, does that make you connect more or do you think it's just that the ego doesn't intervene as much? If I kind of like look at it, and I, I think the worthiness, like where we were just talking about the Akashic Records, I never felt worthy of being able to help anybody. I was like, how can I help anybody when, like, I don't even love myself. I can't figure anything out in my life. I'm lost. I, I don't have a passion. Like, what am I going to talk about? Do you know what I mean? I, I felt so lost in that sense. And I didn't feel That's funny because I never worthy. even thought to question that. Like it never came That's to my I mind. That's why I always say like people, it's like the moment I found the Akashic Records, especially level two, was a moment everything changed. Mm. And I felt a true passion for something and a purpose and a mission. And that's when I think things started to really shift. But I think if I look back, it's more along the lines of, well, I'm not going to do this thing because I don't feel worthy of it. Or this thing's not in my life because I don't feel worthy of having that in my life or being this kind of person or doing these kind of things. It's very like subconscious ego stuff, right? Yeah. 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 That can hold you back from so many things. Like, Oh my God. I mean, it, that could affect from, from, from spiritual to relationships being, you know, your personal relationships, your friendships, your family, it can even affect your, your, you know, your body, like your image of your own body and how you see yourself and what, you know, you could see yourself as looking a certain way and other people may see you differently. Like that's the real thing. Oh Yeah. Yeah, I was actually watching this YouTube video the other day, this girl who, yeah, like if you kind of look at her from the outside, she doesn't have this perfect body, but she loves herself, like, and she works out, she eats healthy, she does all these things. She's this YouTuber, and it's just like, she did a video the other day, she was saying like, because people were like asking her about her, like what size she was now because she lost weight and she was lifting really heavy. She's like, my size hasn't changed. I don't care. I love my body. I love myself. And it might, ne- I might never change, but I love myself and I accept myself. So whatever happens, it's okay. And just like the way she said it, I was like, oh my God, I, I haven't even gotten to that point with myself where it's like, screw everything. Like I'm, I'm healthy. I'm grateful. I'm in my purpose and my mission and everything else can just screw off. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I love myself. Like, getting to that point, I think, is, oh, like, amazing. Like, I strive to get to that fully. I'm not there. (laughs) You can ask Sandra. I'm not there. I've been doing the weights since you had suggested it. And 
I'm, you know, I have a big butt. I'm Hispanic, of course. <laughs> and I was like, hey, Sandra, I mean, it looks like it's a little bit up, but it's still big. <laughs> He's like, of course it's big. That your ass is big. It's going to stay big. I was like, no, the mm-hmm. muscle's supposed to burn the fat. He goes, that's a lot of fat to burn. <laughs> <laughs> and even, like, for me, I don't know about you, because obviously I turned, like, 40 in May. I think a lot about age. Like, age has been this thing that's really screwing with my head. Oh, yeah. And, like, becoming old and, like, the wrinkles and my body not feeling the same way. I feel great. Of course I feel great. And I feel like sometimes I feel better than when I was, like, 20. But the reality is you're getting older and time is going faster and faster and faster. And it's just, like, yeah, it's just something that screws with my head a lot. And I think it's something I really need to work through with maybe some flower essences. There's this whole theory that the only reason why we age is because it's a program that's been put into us mm-hmm. that we actually don't have to go through that. But it's a really tough cellular memory thing to get rid of. Oh man. There's I an access bar, like... you know, access bars, there's an access bar point yeah. for aging that helps you start really releasing the belief of the aging thing. What was it the other day, which is something, it was like this message that came through. I was like I pluck my grays out sometimes. <laughs> it's just this thing. I'm like, I don't want to have any gray hairs. And I saw this video that Courtney Starkey put up of like the reversal of aging. Like, I don't know if she had, I don't know if it was one of her hairs or what. It was like, it was reversed. It was like, it was gray and it went back to her color. That's so I, don't, cool. I didn't see the whole video. <laughs> I just saw the photo. I'm like, this is like, this is like mind blowing. Like maybe I'm not looking at this situation. Maybe I'm just pro, like you said, this is a program and oh my God, we should get her on to talk out, about that. Yeah, like I reached out to this one girl who's also an Akashic Records reader and I really love her energy and she's um, really cool and I found her through one of our students and I, she has this really long, beautiful, dark hair and she has all these grays and she like rocks it. I don't know how old she is, but she looks young. And I messaged her because she was doing some, talking about something about beauty. And I messaged her, I'm like, you know what? I really want to thank you because just the way you just kind of show up, like I've been having a lot of these, like I was very vulnerable with her. I don't ever chat with her or anything. I was like, I just wanted to be open and honest. I was like, I, I really struggle with this whole getting old thing. And even with my gray hairs coming out sometimes, I don't have a lot, but I was like, you're beautiful. Like your hair is amazing. And I love how you're just being so natural and you look like you're radiating. And I just want to commend you for just showing up authentically. And it really helps me also. You're like kind of an expander. I said to her because like, I can show up that way too. Why can't I do that? Do you know what I mean? And not feel like I'm getting quote unquote old. And I think that fucks with my self-worth too. Cause it's like, I'm getting old. I'm not worthy of these things or I'm getting older and things, uh, you know, the programming get harder. Things don't get easier. Your body just decomposes or something. <laughs> I don't know what's in my head, but it's like, well, oh, do you remember you know. that Foster's talk, Foster talked about that? No. Yeah. He talked about how their use, wait, did he something about 125 years that he, I don't, I don't, I don't know remember. if he had said that. He at some point had lived, I don't know, his soul had, he had, I think he had a life incarnation where they lived really long lives or something, or he lived a really long life. I'd have to go back and listen to it, but he talked about it. 
Yeah. Age, this whole age thing. Okay. I know it's a number. It's like time, right? We don't know. It's it's weird. Personally, we don't know an alien like that we've met up, you know, that comes in to our house and we like have dinner with and everything. That'd be really cool. I'd love that, by the way. But (laughs) like the image, you've never heard anyone have an encounter, uh, like a remote viewing or whatever way you can encounter an alien to this today. You never hear anyone say, oh, it was a really old alien. You never hear that. Mm, no. Because they yeah, don't no. sh- reflect it physically. So we're the only, apparently, species, species that we know of currently that seem to carry on this, tr- this tradition of making your body slowly look your age. Spiritually speaking, though, I think we're supposed to go through that. Realizing and being stuck in like this time, right? This time warp thing. Of like, there's only so many years you can live and that you need to do and learn these lessons in this amount of time. Oh, my opinion is very different. Have like this time crunch, right? That's the way I kind of feel. No, I least. believe that it's in a this program incarnation. that was placed in, not with a good intention. That, that's how I feel it is. Hmm. Could be. Because I, I think that the soul can come here and grow into adults and stay in that adult form without having to get old and just naturally the the soul will leave the body when it's ready to go and it learned everything it has to do. That's what that's what I think should have should have should be the natural process. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like that could be and awesome. And I feel like aging is manipulation in a sort of way. Could be. We should do a whole episode on that and just channel about that. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Okay. I'll write that down so I don't forget it. Dun dun. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, I don't know. I think I really do think that for each of us, this worthiness thing can look so different and our process to kind of stand in our worth can look so different. And your process, the process that I went through is very different from your process, or maybe you didn't even have to go through half the stuff I did. And we always say that, like, for me, a lot of the spiritual stuff was about self-love for you. It was completely it was different experience. running away from my which I was like, literally... If they didn't end, I would decided I was gonna end it. I was gonna end myself here. Like that's it. I couldn't do yeah. it one more day. I was so determined to get out of it. And if it meant being a good channeler to get it done, then I was gonna do it. It's like I got really pushed. <laughs> like, oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, that's one hundred percent. But I also think that, like, if we think, if I think about worthiness too, like the the topic of money comes up for me. And I think that's something I've struggled with my entire life. And I think something we both, there's definitely programming that we're both going through and standing in our worth in that sense. And I don't know if it's maybe part of the society and the things that kind of we saw growing up. I can share, it's very personal, but I can share my own money block that I discovered. I've been working on this and I, I figured out one of my money blocks. So... When we were little, mom and dad would give us $20 to go to the mall, remember? Yeah. Like on weekends. And our parents were immigrants, right? They lived in, they lived in the States and they were immigrants. And, well, you know, they, mom didn't have a great job. Dad had an okay, you know, dad's job was okay, but mom was, you know. I knew that they didn't, you know, didn't have money to throw up in the air. We weren't yeah. poor, but, like, I knew that we had just enough, right? So... I felt bad 
I actually felt bad about it. I remember being oh, young. Oh, yeah, me too. I've, I remember feeling that too. Yeah. Yeah. And so mom would give me the $20 and I would go to mom and baby buy one thing I wanted and I would come back with the receipt and give her back all of the bills, even up to the last penny. I would give it all back to her because I knew that she really needed it probably. And mm-hmm. I remember, I, I remember doing that after I was able to, I was working on it a lot spiritually. I was like, what is it that, what is my issue? Because I, I have issues with money. I knew it. And I figured that out and I realized that I want to make sure that everyone else is okay. But then that means I'm putting myself second, right? Yes. Yeah. So that extended out into also the spiritual world where I was doing readings. Even my soul told me, you're doing readings too long. You're, you're, you're getting sick all the time. You're using too much of your energy. You needed to keep yourself balanced. So it's like, oh, but I, w- I want to give, I want to make sure everyone else is okay. So yeah. it reflected onto the spiritual aspect of myself as well. Um, so I've been working, I've been working on that. And one of the steps were like, I connected the masters and they're like, we've been telling you for, I don't know, it's been like three years they've been telling I've me. I've been telling you even. Yeah, I know. I've even had people that I've read say, you should be charging more. Like, you know, but I, I, I know that, the, you know, there's probably a lot of people out there that want or need help and they probably can't afford the reading. And I felt bad about that. And I wanted to make sure I could reach as many people that needed me. But then, yeah, after a few years of Kashuk Records and I trying to work on this block, they're like, you see what you're doing. You're worrying about someone else. Yeah before worrying about yourself, you know, and I had to stand on my worth. And this is something I did, what, two weeks ago? I was like, okay, that's it. Cause I would be working on that block. I was like, okay, that's it. I need to make sure that, uh, you know, I start not over giving my energy out. I need to make sure that I'm not, I'm, I'm really putting the right value to my work. Um, and that's, yeah, that's what I've been, I've been working on. That's so interesting. I have also a really crazy memory. It's this one, I think it was, the f- second place, some like it was some like kind of small apartment we were living in. The second place we moved to when we were in the states, Austining. And I remember, yeah, in Austining. And I remember, I think you. Ha- it was. I don't know if it was my purse. It was like a little purse, and I think it was like a toy purse. I don't know. And I remember opening, and I remember this so vividly. I remember opening this purse, and there was just like a few little things in it, and I just remember feeling like oh my God, we're like kind of poor. Like we were in this really crappy apartment. It was an apartment that lived like under the apartment. It was a biker bar. Like a bar. (laughs) Yeah, there was like a bar underneath. (laughs) And I remember just feeling like I started crying. I remember crying. And that memory's come up in a few hypnosis sessions too. And just feeling like this emptiness, like, wow, why does it have to be so difficult? And just thinking, you know, mom and dad have to work their butts off to be able to even like pay for this little apartment. And there were other good things. Of course, there's love, there was support, there was so much other stuff. But that vision, I remember looking and being like, wow, it's, it's, it's like, there's so many things that are empty. Like it's so weird that you were financially feeling that so young. Oh, I was probably like six years old. I remember that so vividly, like that vision. I, I mean, I don't remember any of that. Insane. I must have blocked everything out. I don't remember anything. Everything before, else like, is blocked. Eight or nine. Everything else is blocked. Oh. I remember that like it was yesterday. It's so crazy. And I know it was around money because I remember opening it. There's like some coins or something in the purse or something. And I remember thinking, wow, like this kind of realization of like we're we're kind of poor. Maybe I heard mom and dad say that. Maybe you know what I mean. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and it, it was, you know, they had just moved to the States. It was 
all very new and you have to start somewhere, right? Like it's never, yeah. it's not for, not for everybody. It's not easy. Right. But that for me, and I think I still carry that sometimes it's like really weird, just these random things or realizations or things someone said or experiences and how, cause for me, it was always about feeling like I felt that energy, I think of like the struggle and things being difficult and not being able to do things that we wanted all the time. And it was like, yeah. And I think that's also for me a big thing too. And I've been getting that message for a bit too of like, yeah, I have to be updating my, my prices and it's time soon. I don't know when that will be. I'm consulting my Akashic records, but it's difficult when you do that because you have this fear of like, what if, what if people don't accept it? What if I'm not worth that? And this is something like everybody as a level two reader will have to go through, right? It's you need to consult your own Akashic records and know and work on your self-worth and know what kind of, what you provide and how you help people and be able to energetically have an exchange with that because it's not about doing free readings all all the time. At the beginning, of course, because you have to practice, but after that, you'll burn out pretty damn quick if you don't, if you're not getting some kind of energetic exchange. That's the problem. And we we teach us in the class that there needs to be an energetic exchange back. That's usually the value of money. But if someone's really, really in need, um, I remember once, what was it that they baked for me or something? I don't know. Like the, I remember once I did a reading for someone that really, really, really needed it. I mean, oh, I remember that scenario. It's awful. And you'll get people like that, that you, that need your help and you figure a way around it. There, there can be an exchange. It doesn't have to be monetary, but you know, I think it's very well explained in the manual for level two. Yeah. It's, you know, you're, you, you've spent time studying, doing a bunch of free readings, paying the courses, paying studying. your courses, studying, practicing, doing, and then meditating and then spending your energy during the reading because you're raising your frequency high. And it's actually, I don't think people, I don't think people under really know that most of the time that you, when you're in front of the person reading, your energy is actually like doubled because yeah, you're trying to, crazy. you're trying, you're basically going from 3d and you're trying to connect to the, to the, to the higher area of 4d kind of like there. You're trying to connect to the energy because they're able to come down a tiny bit, but they can't come back too, too much for you to get the information. So you're literally ascending your energy and you can continue to maintain that energy level the whole reading. And you feel like you feel like you feel the energy and you're talking and it's all good. And then as soon as you finish yeah. reading, close, you, sometimes you'll be like, oh, I'm so tired. Like, and you didn't realize you're tired until you sometimes, close the yeah. person's records. Like, wow, I'm tired. Yeah. And, and you can see some really, really traumatic things, some very heavy things in a reading. And, you know, we, I think we were both at a point now that it's, it doesn't necessarily affect us, but we're humans. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, I always remember like our friends that were therapists. It's like therapists need to see therapists. Yeah. Like you also have to invest in yourself to be sure that you're okay and taking care of yourself because you're going to burn out. You're going to get sick. Like, look at you, you're getting sick all the time. So many different things that could happen. And that's because you're not, you're not in your worth. You're not taking care of yourself. You're not loving yourself. There could be a, a lot of things, right? But generally, it's because you're not in your worth. So all those things kind of trickle onto that. Yeah. Yeah, this is true. 
So, yeah, I mean, it has to be everything. It has to be everything in your life for you need to. It's not just that. It's even your relationship, which, I mean, that's a whole other subject we can get into. But it's like you need to know that you're worth what you're worth so you can bring in the partner that's worthy of you just like you're worthy of them. Like, it has to be mutual, right? 100%. And like I was saying, like this whole worthiness thing, it's going to affect every aspect of your life. Maybe there's a few that you're, you're kind of stand stronger in, but it'll, ha- it'll have an effect somewhat on every aspect of your life from, you know, you taking care of yourself, your health and your wellness. Are you going to the gym enough? Are you doing enough self-care? Are you paying attention to your needs? Are you asking yourself what you need? And then what is your relationship like? Are you able to stand in your worth to ask for what you need? Yeah. And to be able to stand up for yourself with things that you know that, that no longer serve you and be able to say, okay, this is great, but I have to say goodbye to people, to things, to friendships, to whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's something I'm really good at. I'm really good at walking off. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little too good sometimes. <laughs> uh, like, I'm gone. Goodbye. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's a really good thing to end this episode. Um, because while you were talking, it just came to me. The one place the most where you need to be like, dude, I'm worthy of this. Give it to me or bring it on is with the universe. Like, yes. yo, universe, I'm worthy of a really good reality. I'm worthy to jump into that 4D already. I'm worthy to be totally connected to my higher self. I'm worthy of manifesting. Maybe, you know, we can't get out of jobs yet, but I do feel like eventually someday down the line, maybe even in our lifetime, I feel like we might get into different cycles of how you make money. But right now, yeah. you kind of still need it. So, like, I'm worthy of a job that I'm passionate I love, not something I hate and I don't want to go to. You got to, like, literally feel that because it's not just saying it. It's like you got to really feel it. And then be like, okay, universe, step it up, man. <laughs> and believe it, that is such a big yeah. thing that I worked through the last what year, two, a couple years back when I, before even I got into the Akashic Records, I would like journal about it. I would talk about it. I'd bitch about it. (laughs) It was like all the time. I was like, I want to work for myself. I want to work for myself. I don't want to work for anybody. I'm a hard worker. I'm diligent. I'm attentive to people's needs and necessities. Pretty organized. Yeah. It's like, I, I deserve to be my own boss and to create something of my own and be successful in that. But I didn't have the balls to quit my job. So the job got rid of me and, you know, and I believe now today that that's the push I needed to start my own thing. Well, now I feel stuck in my personal assistance kind of stuff, my virtual assistance business, but I know that there's some internal stuff inside of me that I need to work through and some external stuff that's like safety to do with me, of course. It, it, exactly. And I think the universe is kind of be like, well, you need to trust everything else going on in your life and that that's going to sustain you and that you actually don't need this thing over here. <laughs> yeah, totally. And, and at night, I do that little pillow talk thing that you always talk about on the podcast, right? Yeah. You know, I, I, I journal at night. I take my journal into bed. I journal for like sometimes half an hour, an hour. And I write about my day, how I feel, the things I'm wanting and desiring, kind of like a manifestation kind of thing. And, and a little bit of connecting with my emotions too. And, and then when I lay my head down on the pillow, I envision what I want my life to look like. 
like how my life will look like with the readings and how I'm going to show up and externally even what it, what it's going to look like, what my house will look like and, you know, how I feel more than anything, like how I feel so free and, and things are like fulfilling in every sense of the word. And I feel this gratitude for everything. So I think that helps me kind of the human typical human behavior is I'm going to do it for a little bit and then I don't see it happen and I get disappointed. And then it's consistency. Like don't stop doing that. Just keep doing it. Single day. You miss one day. That's enough for you to just backtrack. It's so easy to backtrack. Just one day you miss it and you got in a bad mood and ah, everything sucks. And you probably took five steps back when it takes you like a week to get one step forward, right? Yeah. And I, I learned that through manifesting coming and moving here to the, the Cayman Islands. It was every single day. I remember doing lots of little things with candles and spells and stuff and writing and journaling about what my life would look like. And it literally to the T was what it became here. Oh yeah. Yeah. I imagined myself going out paddleboarding and meeting somebody that paddleboarded and I met Joe and living in front of the beach. I live right on the beach. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if I had dreamed about having a dog, but if I did, it would have been Sandy for sure. (laughs) 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 Poor Sandy. Um, but I thought about that every day. And then maybe I did give up for a while because I felt it wasn't that I gave up is I was resisting this opportunity that came to me at that time, this job. Right. And it actually gave me all this. I knew, I don't know. It was like this weird thing. Cause this job I was like, it's only temporary, but I actually had so much fun during it. And it brought me all these new friendships and connections and I was doing CrossFit and I was loving life. And when I least expected it, it came true. I got a call randomly one day. It was like 5 p.m. I was like, what? Mm -hmm. I had totally forgot about it. I was like, and I remember dad saying something to me that I think really resonated with me. He said, Lorena, what are you doing? Are you still looking for jobs outside of, because I wanted to leave Uruguay. He said, don't give up. Keep every day, keep looking. And I I took his advice. I was like, you're right. And And from there, that's how I ended up finding so even these people outside of you can help you get to that goal that you're looking for. You just, they might just say the right words or give you that right encouragement or point you in the right direction. You just have to be open to hearing it and not close yourself off and be like, well, it's not working anyway. And be like, no, actually I deserve this. I want this. I desire this. So even if I stop and I pause a little bit, I'm still going to keep this in my consciousness and I'm going to keep thinking about it and desiring it but I'm going to also let the universe take over when it needs to. It's like, we've talked about that a little bit in one of the episodes with manifestation. Right. And that's how it happened. And it's always happened that way for me. I think the only tricky thing is sometimes we think that we really want something and the universe actually has maybe something totally different and maybe even better, even better. Yeah. So it's a little hard because sometimes you got to keep trying to bring in what you think that you want, or you really feel like you desire but sometimes the universe actually has something else. So you can't get stuck on a panorama. Like it has to be this way because you might be actually losing another possibility that might actually be even better for you. That's why the letting go is important too. It's just not becoming obsessive or getting anxious or impatient. It's I've done everything. I've, I've 
applied for 300 jobs. I've done this. I've done that. I'm not giving up. I know it's going to come. And having full faith and trust that you know it's going to happen. I think if you can have that and work towards your goals every day and stand in your worth within that and know that you deserve it and that it, it, you can attract that into your life, then you're good. You're going you're gonna to get where you need to go. Yeah. Just don't give up. Don't give up because that's where it all ends. Like you said, it just ends. Yeah. You backtrack. You have to do it all over you again. backtrack. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So we, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We wanted to... I think this whole standing in your worth is important because I think, yeah, Lou's doing a lot of work with the whole financial money thing and we both feel kind of stuck in that, but also with, in regards to like level two, because you know, this is going to be an episode that we can refer students to or people that are looking to start some kind of spiritual business. And this is something you need to think about too, your worthiness, because you're going to get stuck. And I know this isn't about money, but it's about your connection. It's about you being able to work for yourself, being able to create the life that you want and everything that comes with that. And if you're not in your worth, it's going to be really hard to achieve those things or you're going to like achieve a part of that and not everything that you deserve. So yeah, this is kind of like a message. Work on your self-worth every day, just a little bit. And this is something, I, before we go, I want to mention, I see this in so many Akashic Record readings that I get and so many people just say this and you can see this and you read this and this comes up. It's not believing in yourself, not having the self-confidence. And this is the most common thing I see in most of the people I read. I don't know if it's a coincidence or not, but I, wor- I work a lot with um, the Bach Flower Remedy Larch. Larch is great for self-confidence, I love reassurance. Larch. Larch is amazing. So if anybody's listening and you guys um, are interested in, maybe taking a flower. I took that one actually for a while in the winter. I remember last winter. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, It's great. It's such a good, um, and I've worked with a few clients with that and I've seen like night and day, like it's crazy. And they have gone on to do amazing things and, and step into their power and into the things that they needed to do. They were just holding themselves back. Ultimately that's what we do when we don't have the self-worth we hold ourselves back. No one's doing yeah. that to us, right? I do see that what you were talking about in the readings. All, another thing I see repetitive very often is ex- a lot of excuses. I hear a lot of like, I'm not, I'm not being mean, yeah. but I, I'll hear the person say, no, but I can't because of this was that. Like the universe is hearing that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and you're co-creating. Yeah. Your soul is hearing that you're, yeah. And you're basically already confirming to the universe. Yeah, that can't be. And so that's going to be pretty difficult. So, I mean... I know, like, this example is, it sounds crazy, but against all freaking odds, I sold my house in, like, literally less than a month. Like, every... Cash. Cash. It came... He... The guy that was trying to buy the house, he sped it up. Like, the whole thing happened exactly the way, like, I needed it to. And I was just like, I don't know. I'm just going to be... And everyone's like, you're crazy, Lucia. Like, don't leave Cayman until you have the money in the house. So, no, man, it's fine. It's going to be fine. It's fine. Like, I don't know how, why, but I know it's going to happen. Like, I was like on a roll. I think it was a lot of, for me, was I was on a roll. Like, I was like, I'm, I stepped into my worth. I said, I'm done with this marriage. I'm done being cheated on. I'm, I'm done being treated like, I, you know, I don't deserve this, this, and that. I'm done. And also, my daughter deserves better. 
Yeah. And that's it. And I'm going to show her that you can have a great life and I'm not going to let her sit here and see this scenario. And then maybe later on in the future, she was going to repeat it. Right. And I was like, no, I deserve better. She deserves better. And, uh, I was like, I'm out. And that made me suffer my worth. And then I decided that everything had to come to me. <laughs> like, yeah. But it's not like I didn't, did it on purpose. I didn't plan it. it. It's just that I was so powerful. It was so powerful for me to want to leave and decide that I was done that there was no other way for me to react than be like, okay, universe, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, I even see that with like, before I became a level two reader, telling you, Lucia, you need to be doing this full time. This needs to be your job. And I know you were going through some personal stuff at one point, but, you know, this is where I think we both came together and it was like, well, this might be a thing that we need to do together. And the podcast and everything is like, this is our, this is something we need to teach people. This is something that we need to work on. This uh, we can't avoid this anymore, right? Yeah. Well, I had done and level three, which is you, you prepare yourself to teach, and I thought, yeah, I'm never going to teach. I didn't. Mm. I literally had. I think you said. I remember you saying. I, just, that. I was like, I'm just going to do the course, but I'm never going to teach. Why not? Like, what do I have to teach people? Like, I'm not going to know. I'm not going to teach it. Self worth. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, it took me. Here I am, twelve years later, right? I mean, it took me 12 years to get here already, but, um, but I don't think you could have gotten to the step now without the podcast, without our community, no, it was like the speaking without, up and exactly. Yeah. So this is where it's like, it might not look the way you expect it to look. Yeah. Go with the flow. Yeah. Listen to the messages of the universe and people around you are helping you like receive. Don't, you can't ignore that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you just can't going to help you get to where you know I think there's like this saying it's what was it that I heard the other day it's like things aren't going too fast or too slow everything's in the perfect timing you just need to trust it things will come as they need to and sometimes yeah. I, I can get very impatient with things and anxious and it's something I'm way better at now than when I was younger oh my god before if something didn't happen at the exact time I didn't want it to happen I'd get like I'd go nuts and now I'm just like, well, this is probably happening for something. I check myself, make sure that I'm not doing something to hold myself back. Because you might, right? You, there might be something there. But like, actually, this is all in the divine timing. This is all within the divine plan. And I trust it. And that it's not going to make me give up. It's just maybe I, maybe I do need to work a little bit harder at something. Or maybe I do need to set my, my intentions a little bit higher. Or I need to think or look at the bigger picture there could be so many aspects to it, but it's always checking yourself within that kind of scenario and knowing where you're at, where you stand in that. Yeah. I do think you procrastinate a little bit though. I do. I know <laughs> that. Not, not, not work-wise, but like your personal life Everything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I do. I do work-wise too. People are like, oh, you're so productive. I'm like, most of the time, sometimes I hold myself back too. And I realize that I'm like, I have this list of stuff to do. I could probably get that done in three hours, but my brain is everywhere and I prioritize things that might not be as important because I feel like they're more important and then I don't get everything I want done and then I'm scramming to like get things finished. Um, but I know I also, this is where I think I struggle with I'm myself. It's like, I know I pushed myself too hard. It's so funny, scramming. Scrambling or scrambling, sorry. Is it, is it scrambling? No, you're scramming. It's a word. No. Isn't it scrambling? I think it's scrambling um, to get things done. But I, this is where also I, like, I fight with myself internally. It's like, 
I can be very hard on myself and expect so much of myself. Like my lists are never five things. It's always like 25 things, right? So I set the bar so high, I already want to give up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so that's where I need to find a balance sometimes. It's, and, and pat myself on the back with things that I know I did well. And it's like, okay, I didn't finish everything I expected, but maybe I was a little too hard on myself to begin with. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely procrastinate with things. And I think that's also all of my earth energy and stability and all that. Like I talk about that a lot. My, I have a lot of Taurus and earth energy in my chart. Mm-hmm. And that does not help. 100%. You're, you're more fire, more movement, more going, more like, yeah, it's a very different energy from mine. <laughs> it was, I mean, it, that reminds me of, I was, um, last year, it was around the summertime as well. Last year I was, I had to go to Utrecht, which is in the South. And I had to go there to pick up Aurora's passport, Uruguayan passport at the Uruguayan embassy. And I was a little mad at Sander. I don't remember why now, but I'm, you know, it's normal. I'm usually, I'm usually a little bit bothered by Sander half the time anyway. And I was Poor like, Sandra. I was like, oh, I can't piss me off. And so I went to get it and I decided he had gone to work, so he wasn't home. And I remember I decided that um, maybe I won't come back. Yeah, I'm just going to pack it in case I don't come back. Yeah. Oh so I God. grabbed some extra clothes. I said, we're going on a trip. <laughs> And so I grabbed like a bag with enough diapers for her and, and some clothes. And then I like grabbed like maybe two, three dresses because it was like good weather and like, uh, okay. And I didn't decide if I was going to go. I was just, it was in case I decided I wanted to go. I wasn't sure I was going to do it. So then I picked up the passport, um, which, yeah, it took me a while. I had to take, it's like three hours or so on a train from here. So I picked up the passport and then I was like, all right, where are we going to go? And I sat down. Like on, on a park bench with the road next to me, and I said, "Close. Well, let's see. Oh, look, there's a forest about two hour train ride away. Oh, oh, this hotel looks nice. Booked. Let's go, Aurora." <laughs> oh my gosh! And I and I booked it for three nights. I think it was. And I was like, "Oh, I have to." Oh, do- I remember that. Yeah, and I, had, yeah. I was doing Courtney's hypnosis thing, so I had to do it from the hotel room at night. Like while Aurora was sleeping in the room right in the bed right next to me, I was doing the hypnosis sessions. <laughs> like. Right. But it's fine because I had my laptop with me because I knew that maybe I wasn't coming back. So I had, I can work from anywhere. So I was like, okay, that's it. So, um, I got to the hotel room and I messaged (laughs) Sandra back and I said, Hey, don't expect me when you're home. I ain't coming back. (laughs) And he goes, what do you mean? I said, "Ah, I decided I'm mad at you. So I don't want to come back. I'm going to be gone for a few days. Where are you going? Who cares? I'm not telling you. Goodbye. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. But then, of course, he ended up coursing me to telling him where I was. And I was like, um, I'm, I'm in the woods. I'm with my friends. <laughs> I was literally in a hotel in the middle of the woods. I'm like, I'm in the woods with my friends. And then I spent the next three or four days just wandering the woods with Aurora and playing in the woods for hours. And it was the best thing that ever she happened to me. She loved it. Yeah. Yeah, you needed that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So much. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Okay, we've, uh, as usual, gone all over the place. But... Um, we just want to remind you guys before we go about our Akashic Records Level 2 course. Um, so this episode will come out before this course in August. Um, and by this time, I don't know, because we're pre-recording a lot of this. So if we, if it's not the August one, we might have a September course. But the important part here is that we have launched our Akashic Records Level 2 course, which is to learn to read other people's Akashic Records. So 
If you guys are interested in doing this course, you'll have to have done level one with us, either on our Udemy site, on our Thinkific, which is our website, or um, through our Zoom course. So if you are interested, just look at the show notes. We have our email there. It's soultribeacademy at gmail.com. You can email us. We can send you all the information. And we're doing pretty small groups, so um, they usually fill up pretty quick, as with even our level one. And this course is amazing. We've spent over a year getting this manual downloaded, preparing everything, and making sure that you leave this course really ready to just, yeah, to go and just start doing readings for people. Of course, there's like a, a, a kind of like a situation of transition where you need to do specific practice before you can start actually like quote unquote charging people. But um, yeah, this is a big step for us. And we know that we're going to continue and further help everybody with this course. So we're really excited. So feel free to reach out if you want any information on that. And we're also opening up a level one Zoom course. So I think we're going to do one more this year. So if you are interested and you haven't done our Zoom level one and you want to sign up, we'll put the sign up form, the link to the sign up form on the show notes. So make sure you check that out. Otherwise, it's on our Instagram. We put that under our link on our profile. So check it there. And we'll see you guys next week with a new episode. Love you guys. Bye, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you.